This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The following podcast contains violent scenes, hard drug use, scenes of a sexual nature and flashing images. Now, there's none of that. It does, however, feature strong language. So if you're listening with small children, kindly tell them to... The dickheads. You're listening to the Scarf Pagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. I am the resurrection and I am the light. Joking, I am. I'm neither of those things. I'm here to welcome you to our special monthly episode of the Scarf Bagara War with me, Nick Lee, Russ Johnson, and Dave Espley. How are we, fellas? Grand lads, cheers. Yeah. It's all good, isn't it? County V Hartlepool, the Euros, nice weather. It's enough to make you want to go out into the garden and shout, yeah, isn't it, Ross? Yeah. Yeah. Not what you want, yeah. that's what you wanted. Yeah. Yeah, you, you felt you sounded really into it then. Well there's literally no no point in us being here, but what, what have you got for us anyway, mate? What's happening? Well you you've you've, you've just said it. I'm fifty um, I'm fifty seconds go- in and I've run out of stuff. <laughs> well, you've, you've you've already said the agenda, mate. It's Hartlepool, County versus Hartlepool and the Euros. Oh, right. oh, we might we might tag on a bit of pie story after that. Yeah. Oh, the, the pie news is fantastic, isn't it? Well, let's not get into no. it now because we need to stretch this out. We do. So yeah. run, next, run titles. next is my list of five favourite types of oven glove. <laughs> that, that'll fill five minutes, <laughs> and then we've got like another forty. It's obviously Joy division at um, number one. Yeah, always, always. Um, there's no titles either this week, Russ. Oh, is there not? I thought we were doing titles. No, so not. No, no, because there's no, there's no games, is there? Uh, so we've got no titles. We've got no proper agenda. What we're we gonna fucking fill the time with? Really selling this to us? Whoa. Well, <laughs> the, the, we could say what we want now. They switched off. They're not listening. <laughs> Nobody's listening. Right. Should we? Should we just kick off with the? The playoff game on Sunday. Oh, yeah, we know who we're playing now, don't we? Yeah, we do, yeah. Yeah, Hartlepool. Spoiler alert. Did, 
Did you? Yeah, yeah. If you didn't already know, did you? Um, did you watch uh, Hartlepool Bromley? And and if you did, was you scared of anything? I I didn't, but I I don't on Football Manager either. I don't I don't, I don't go and watch the other game on Football Manager, so I wasn't going to do it in real life. It was a nice day. It was a nice Sunday. If if it had been pissing it down out, I probably would have watched it. But it was it was garden weather. I was out in the garden screaming, "Yeah!" I forgot it was even happening. I just uh, I realised that it must have been about five o'clock. I thought, "Is it still going on?" I couldn't. I couldn't remember, and then just saw the result. Is this is this because it's around the time that people switch off to football and sort of waiting for the Euros? You, you, the nice weather's here. You know, it's mid June, early June. You're not really focusing. You don't really expect football to be on at the weekend, do you? No, and it's it's weird because uh, I, I, I can't really get worked up about which of the two we were going to play. Uh, I suppose, in a, in a sense, you might have wanted Bromley because they, you know, not an ex-league club and potentially easier. Are they? I don't even know that. But uh, I, I genuinely wasn't asked who was going to win. I do I do think it's nice that all four semi-finals are now ex-league clubs, aren't they? Which I think yes. is quite interesting. Yes, yeah, uh, nicely ordered. Yeah, none of these little glorified bloody social clubs that we've been playing in the last couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> so, social clubs with a football pitch attached. Yeah, it feels proper, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It, it feels proper. We said we said on last week's pod that um, the first at one point when Wrexham were in that playoff spot for Bromley, it could have been a it could have been the top of League One or or League Two. Mm. Sutton, ex, you know, excluding Sutton, obviously. Because we, I mean, we we knew it was a home game either way. So I, I think does that does that account for some of the apathy? I mean, a lot of people might well have watched it. I did. did you, there you go. Nice one. Was, was it a good? Are you, are you worried? Well, you can be our, our scout then, can't you? That'll, that'll well, fill it up three minutes. Yeah, that'll, yeah. that'll, that'll fill up three minutes if you do a, a scouting report on them. Well, well, I, I was waiting for you to ask me. I mean, I ask you something like if you ask somebody how they are, you just ask them back, don't you? But it took ages for that. I don't. Look. I don't. I tell them it's not. I, <laughs> you know. I, I tell them it's none of their business and to piss off. <laughs> um, Data protection. Yeah, Hartlepool pretty much did the business in the first twenty twenty five minutes. Obviously, because that's when they were three 0 up. So. Uh, Bromley didn't really get a breath mm. before you know before they could settle down and get the breath. They were three 0 down and the game was gone. Uh, Rusk was in the stands, which they continually, um, uh, you know, the cameras went to him. It was almost like every time there's a United match and Fergie's in the ground. No matter, they just go to him, don't they? Yeah, about oh. ten times a match. Oh, when Chelsea, when Abramovich was allowed in the country and Chelsea were playing, yes, <laughs> standard yes. shot of Abramovich. Yeah. yeah, so. So they, all the damage was done. Did, we, so it's a shame BT didn't interview Simon Wilson. He could have said, "Oh, what, what are you doing here?" He could have said, "Oh, I just want to watch the game of football, mate." <laughs> <laughs> that'll, that'll show him. Um, so yeah, it, it was a bit of a. As far as matches go, it's a bit of a non-event for me. Uh, you know, the damage was. It was boring after twenty-five minutes. The damage was done. Bromley made a bit of a fist of it. You know, they obviously got. Um, the hairdryer treatment at half time, he came out all guns blazing, managed to get one just after half time and then right at the end. But in all you know, in all honesty, I didn't see anything that scared me to say, you know, that we'd that we'd be in trouble on Sunday. I hope I'm not I hope I'm not jinxed it there and you know and I'm wrong, but um three soaps, a couple of good goals, but 
Was Jeff Brazier on the programme? Because he scares me. His jeans just get tighter and tighter. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't watch it that much. <laughs> I, just, I just watched the match. I didn't see all the build or anything like that. Can I just ask you, just to sort of take the conversation in a different direction slightly, what do you think of the player format? Because I was speaking to me, um, is that my brother or my son? I can't remember who it was. Um, talking about, it was my brother actually, um, the fact that there are the same number of games. So in terms of TV, uh, there's no argument for keeping the two-legged format and the four teams um, if, you, if you just have to do a number of games. But it also means every single game is is meaningful. I mean, yeah. I know they're all meaningful because they're all playoffs, but mm. you sometimes see turgid, cagey first legs, don't you? Mm. And then it, it all comes to a head in the second leg. Whereas with this format, every single game, with it being a one-off, has got something massive at stake. And I just think you've also got the, the thing which everyone knows about rewarding teams finishing higher up the division. Because um, yeah. as we know, if you finish second or third in this league, you've got one one home game and then a final. Um, whereas if you finish, um, what does it go down to, seventh, you've got to play two away games and a final. Um, so there's that element to it as well. And I just think, I think it's better a better format than the Football League uh, playoffs. I really do. I do as well, yeah. The Football League. Yeah, I, I, I think a lot of Football League fans would agree with you as well. I mean, certainly the ones the ones I know, they, they can't believe it when I tell them what our what format we're having to to do to, to get up through the playoffs. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think they should bring it in everywhere. Because like, I, I know a lot of people, the playoffs took a lot of selling. For, I know, remember growing up, my dad didn't agree with the playoffs. And I, I certainly think it makes it more palatable. Like you said, actually rewarding the teams at the top. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, it's I funny that, I mean, when... I'm guessing your dad's from a similar area to me. Um, but I remember the playoffs being... Um, proposed and then introduced I remember being so excited about them because mm. prior to that I mean it's probably for, due to the fact that County were, were, were shite mainly um, in most of the first 20 years I watched them so once once January February came and you knew you were in the lower half that was it all you really had to um, worry about was going down yeah. either through re-election or well we were in Division 4 for the entire time for me so it was just re-election or relegation when that was brought in but I remember thinking wow this means the season will stay alive for County potentially until about March or April, mm. which was so rare. Well, it, was, it wasn't it was just rare. It literally never happened for me from going to my first game in 72 to the Bagara playoff, the first Bagara playoff year. We were never in contention. I think maybe under Asa Hartford, we were on the fringes, like just before Danny came in. And I think there was one year, 76, when we played Everton in the League Cup, where we started like a train and I think we were top of the league. But again, we, we just fell away and after Christmas... So me watching County in those days just meant after Christmas, that was it. You went out of habit almost, but you, there was never anything at stake. And I just thought when the playoffs came in, even if you're down 12th, 13th, 14th, you could put a run of two or three games together and be on the fringes. I, I was a massive fan right from the start. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's definitely a format. Should be going. What, do you have any thoughts for us, please? Yeah, I do. Yeah, Dave, do you often get your brother and your son mixed up? <laughs> <laughs> Only conversations with them. If, if you put them side by side, I can probably point them out. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> In a lineup. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I, I like it. I really do. I like. I think the main point for me, which has already been said by you, Dave, is it sort of weeds out those clubs further down and you do get rewarded for finishing second or third. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't actually realise that it was the same amount of games, you know, with the two-legged fourteen format as it is with this. I not really yeah, the, I didn't the, did the sums on that, but yeah, it's, I think it's a really good format. Um, and 
like you say, every game has something riding on it. You've got to go out and play for it. Yeah, you think as well with Telly sort of calling all the shots these days, that Telly would actually prefer um, four mm. games where four you know single games where everything's at stake rather than two two-legged games where the first legs are cagey because it's just a better mm. spectacle for the for the viewer as well. Yeah, I guess yeah. The the, the counter argument is that a team that finishes seventh can go up, whereas before it's six, is it? Or have I got my? Have I got it? But, wrong but, if, but if yeah, a team finishes seventh, yes. goal, but what? Then again, if if they can, give, given what they have to overcome, you know, two away, yeah. two away games before they even get to the final, then fair play. If, if they get if they get through them games, then they deserve to go. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. It's two more teams, and and you could argue that you know, um, finishing seventh shouldn't be rewarded in that way. But that goes back to the argument with the playoffs initially, which I guess Nick's dad was on the other side of the argument, which said that you know. A team that finished as it was um, second shouldn't be punished by a team that potentially finishes sixth by going past them in the playoffs. But my argument at the time was and remains, you know what the score is at the start of the season. You know that first gets you up, second doesn't. Second gets you into a, a knockout competition with the three teams below you. So, uh, yeah, I've always uh, always been a fan. My dad's also against participation medals at sports days, so maybe there's something in that. Maybe 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 he just doesn't want second to be rewarded. They're the only medals I ever got. <laughs> same same. And Thanks one, for coming medals. <laughs> one one year I think I think it was in I was in either year ten or eleven of secondary school, and I got I got put into the four hundred meters at sports day. I don't, I don't know how it happened because I can't run for shit. And I thought, <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll do it. It'll be all right. I might cause a surprise. And then I realised the three people I was up against both all ran for Cheshire and Stockport boys. I, mean, it's like, oh, I'm done. I, just remember, I just remember getting to the first bend and just seeing them in the distance. <laughs> oh. That's proper sports day, though, isn't it? That's secondary school. The only sports days I can remember taking part in were primary school. And I once absolutely wiped the floor with the opposition when um, the, the uh, what's the one called? Looks a bit dodgy. The wheelbarrow. Oh yeah. Where you have a, a kid in front of you. <laughs> and the kid, the kid I was partnered with was so light that I literally carried him. And he just, he just made the, the sort of pretense of the fact that his hands were hitting the floor and they weren't. I was just carrying a kid at perpendicular to me and basically running. And uh, yeah, we finished miles ahead of everybody else. Oh, Dave Espley, the child catcher. <laughs> the cheap. <laughs> yeah. All he needs to do is shout, come here, you little bastard. <laughs> it, it would have looked really dodgy. But I was, I was 10 at the time, so I wouldn't have known those words. <laughs> Anything more on Hartlepool, Ross? I, I actually listened to a bit of it on uh, BBC Radio when I was out in the garden. I got about 15 minutes in, and the missus, the missus asked what the county score was. I said, oh, we're not playing. She said, oh, I thought you listened to county. What are you listening to? I said, oh, Hartlepool v Bromley. And the look she shot me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll just I'll just switch this off and I'll just check it off. I'll Has it come to this? You, know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could see it written on her face. Yeah. Is this my life now? <laughs> Wait, it, it, it's funny. The the I could hear it in your voice then, Nick, when you just said, "Ross, is there anything else on on probably probably versus Hartlepool?" It's like I'm, I'm watching. I've spent the last five minutes convinced that the clock on the on Zencaster, what we used to record, I'm convinced the clock's just stopped. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm just watching. Let me ask you this just, then: if if you, I mean, 
obviously if we lose to Hartlepool, they can fuck right off and I want them to lose the, the, the final by as many goals as possible. But who, if, if not us, who of the other three teams would you want to go up? Have you got a preference? Notts County, just because I'm them on Football Manager at the moment. Oh, yeah. that's a shit reason. Come on. <laughs> it's a process of elimination for me. I think Torquay are Southern Tossers who've been a bit wanky on social media recently. And the, and the Shag Palm Trees. Hartlepool would have beaten us, so it's Notts County by default for me, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. I, I'm... I'm, I don't want any of them to go up. What will happen is if we get beat by Hartlepool, I will just completely fuck it all off. You're going you're gonna to go out and start <laughs> coughing on people and cause a new, a, a new <laughs> variant of COVID so the season gets cancelled again. No, it'll just, be, it'll, it'll just be that. I'll just turn to the Euro straight away and get myself embedded in that. And I'll, I'll, be, I'll pay as much attention to it as you two paid pay, pay to the Hartlepool-Bromley match. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'll just go, I'll just go. I'll just, I don't give a shit who goes up. That's um, a, that's a good point awesome, about, about getting over it quickly, though. That's a, that's a good point. Because remember when we lost to lost to Chorley in the playoffs, and mm. it felt like the summer was going to last forever. You know, you know, like in a John Hughes movie, it, it feels like the summer is going to go on forever, but it doesn't. Spoiler: It doesn't. No, it doesn't. No, <laughs> no, no. But the, the, the Chorley match, though, and this this is. This is why I don't. I don't know. I, well, I don't, I don't know what this is why. I don't even know why I said that. But the Charlie match. Um, you can say what you want, mate. It's all getting left in. I know. I know. I said as soon as we as soon as we lost that, I just in my head, I just, I I immediately thought, well, we weren't good enough to go up anyway that season. We we just weren't. We'd have got beat in the next round or in in the final anyway. I think. So. I know, but you can't think like that because how will you how will you oh, take I, any I joy in life? When, when, like, you see a kid go past your house and fall off his bike, how will you take any joy in oh, that, Russ? That's hilarious. <laughs> it's hilarious, that. No, but I do take joy in it. If we win, I take joy in it. But if we lose, I mean, rounded sort of view is... I'll be gutted if we lose on, on Sunday because we, we I think I think we deserve to go up. Torquay are going to run us close. You, you, but I think, you I, just, I think we're a better footballing team than Torquay. You, you just move on very quickly, don't you? That's, that's why you've left behind a trail of vengeful, embittered ex-lovers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do, do you know what? I do move on and and, and me, me therapist said it's because I, re, I repress everything and, and bury it deep down and then some point later in my life it's just going to come all crashing out. Yeah, it's going to be a postal, aren't you? It's still going to work. I, I worry about that happening both in terms of my mental health and in terms of the amount of cheese I eat. I, 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 fear I will one day explode in one way, but I'm just not sure which it's going to be. I hope it's the cheese because I can take a few people with. I can take a few pe- more people with me with the, uh, the the molten cheese incident than I can do if I just go mental. If I went mental, I think I'd be apprehended very quickly. I should stop using pejorative terms like mental, really. <laughs> Are you like Alan Partridge in his drive to, uh, where was it, Aberdeen? Yeah. With his Toblerones. Yeah, and his bare feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just cheese we use. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's all, all, all the cheese. And what I do, I'm going to get all the baby bells out the fridge and turn them into one giant baby bell. That'll, that'll be when you know. When, oh, when, yeah. when you look on my Instagram and see I've posted a giant baby bell, that's when you know it's time to call the men. <laughs> you know, you know, I've I've thought of doing. I've, I've thought of this for ages, but I've never done it. And I might, I might just do it. I want to get, I want to get eight chunky Kit Kats, cut the ends off, eat, off at each of them, stick, belt them together, and make one big fuck off chunky Kit Kat. That's what I want to do. Mate, I'm on board. <laughs> 
I might, I might do it. I might do it for the first podcast in the county arms. Then we can have like a, a chunky Kit Kat. I'll peak. bring my giant baby bell. <laughs> Hasn't lockdown yeah. lasted for ages? Um, the only other thing to note from the Hartlepool match, yeah, I'm still going on about it. Is, <laughs> Fucking um, hell, you, they, this is uh, the longest we've ever stretched <laughs> out. Even games that County have been involved in, we don't talk about them this long. We forget literally everything, and you're just wringing everything out. They had a player go off injured. I don't know who it was, um, but he, what they did. It sounded but Does it look like it could watching. be a bad injury? Could it keep him out of the big fixture on Sunday? I think, yeah, I think that's what they were yeah. saying. Yeah, well, yeah. And, well, that, um, uh, Matt, don't worry them. Madden's going to be back for us, isn't he? So, well, we hope he is. Well, if, they, if they've got that injury, they'll, they'll be worried about that because he either is or is not one of their dependable key players. <laughs> <laughs> Delete as to... Sorry, I've got, I've got um, another point on the Hartlepool game. We're going to make, make this game last week. <laughs> <laughs> but... but Sort of semi-seriously. Um, I watched the highlights the next day or something. I was just it, just it was just on BT or it automatically records or something. I can't remember. But uh, I flicked through the highlights, and one thing I did notice, and, and this is like me being trying to be a bit serious, is the quality of the pitch was so good because of the time of year we're at. And I just think, fuck it, I can't believe it's come to this. <laughs> the grass looked lovely and green. <laughs> Well, it did, it did, it did though, didn't it? Compared to when we got slapped four 0 Yeah, I, I, I know, I know. Nick's, Nick's, Nick's lost it completely, but I'm, I'm actually being a bit serious here. I think decent summer pitch that's been, the grass has grown, it's been rolled, and it's as flat as a pancake will suit our game. Well, maybe we, maybe we loan them Liam Cash for a month. You know, to, you know, to, you know, to get him up to scratch for the playoffs and everything. And paid his wages <laughs> at the same time. We know we're doing it. <laughs> Um, but I, no, I agree with that, Dave. Yeah. Though I, I, I do, yeah. yeah. All frivolity aside, it does suit us. It suits us. I'm glad um, I made the point then. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, you should be proud of yourself. Yeah, we're into 20 minutes now. We're still on the Arnold game. Um. St- well, let, let's talk about the other Hartlepool game, the one that we're going to play in. So this does involve County. Um, the arrangements for getting in the ground. Everyone's used to it now, aren't they? Which was which is amazing. And and five hundred in the ballot. There's there's some talk of people getting tickets that aren't county fans. I don't know if you've heard that. Oh, I said it had happened. Johnny Tourist. Pogball, yeah, that's it. I said, yeah, I think ballot, ballot's still the fairest way of doing it. That's just one of the risks you have to take. I mean, there's always a, the trouble is, there's always a chance that some chav off a council estate will win the lottery, but you know, they're still allowed to play. The other thing is, as well, we don't have a, a way of rewarding non season ticket holding fans. That's it. There's no membership or there's no points system. I know, um. Again, I'll just use the example of City because I know I know my son in law's a season ticket holder, but they have levels of points. So mm. they knew somebody who got tickets for Porto for the, the Champions League final because they had like X tens of thousands of points on their yeah. account. My, my son in law managed to get to the final league game of the season because he had a lower level of points and was in a ballot for those tickets. We just don't do it. It's either season tickets or all in together, lads. Yeah, my mate, my mate so and his dad. You're dead right. mate and his dad have been going home and away since, well, since the 90s. Like, back in League One and everything. So, they, yeah, they, they got tickets to Porto. Piss easy to see them lose. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, it's 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 a good point. I know I know we spoke about it on previous pods about some sort of loyalty yeah. system. Do you think? Do you think? You know, we're in we're in COVID times still, unprecedented times. Do you think we will ever need it in the future? I, I do, yeah, absolutely. Because I think uh, COVID's going to end. Mm. <laughs> that sounded confident, there, didn't it? <laughs> COVID's going to end. Dave Espy's decided COVID's going to end. That's like, like, <laughs> tomorrow. Um, and the ground currently isn't big enough for the kind of games that we will hopefully be getting if we get up or even if we don't, because we're going to be there or thereabouts next season. Yeah. I think there's going to be a big um, resurgence in, in wanting to attend live events, football, concerts, whatever. Yeah. So I think we might see a little mini golden age of, of attendance. And yeah, I think there will be times where there are more people wanting to get in than the ground can cope with. Yeah, it's, a... it's interesting that uh, we've, we, we, I remember um, talking about this in, in the obviously 96, 97 and um, we've joked in the past about how pathetic County's efforts were in trying to give vouchers out to people. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the one that always makes me laugh, which I think I mentioned before, is stewards went down the end of each row in the Cheedland with a massive stack yeah. of 50 and said, yeah. take one and pass them on, and they didn't get passed about seat number four. <laughs> and the guys were there with like, vouchers coming out of their ears, the guys who'd been sat in the aisle seats. Um you know, it may be something that we need to do. And the other thing is that I would have expected is we, all, all tickets are computerised now, aren't they? And if you're going to be buying tickets online, then they know you've bought tickets. So you would imagine there's a database of, quotes, loyalty, for want of a better phrase, um, where they know that, that Fred Bloggs doesn't have a season ticket, but he's been to 20 games this year um, and he's bought all these tickets online. So, you know, give him some loyalty points and have some kind of a scheme that makes it even fairer. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think when you pay, well, if you, if you're a walk up, you I know you have to go and get a ticket, don't you? You don't, you don't ask for your name or anything, do they? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're true. And there's cash gates as well, aren't there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't. Is the cash gate still? Oh, yeah, there isn't. There. Yeah, there's still cash gates. So yeah, it's going to be hard for them. If they're going to do it, they need to they need to implement it pretty fast for next season, don't well, they? Yeah, and publicise it because I think uh, okay, if you if you insist on being Fred, I hate technology, and just walk up with your with your money because you can't, don't even got a mobile phone or whatever. You, we see the people on the message boards, and they're, mm. pr- they're proud of the fucking idiocy, quite frankly, because you know <laughs> you guys use telephones, don't you? So that's technology. Just get with it. Yeah, I've, I've never, I've yeah, never sorry. understood that. Went off I've, one, I've never sorry. understood that mindset. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if you um, if you have this scheme and you publicise and you say to people, look, you don't have to opt into this scheme if you want to carry on. Walking up and paying paying your money on cash on the turnstiles, that's fine, but you will miss out. Yeah. So if you do it a different way and go to the ticket office with your cash and give your unique number or flash your card or whatever, and they'll register that purchase against your card, then it will register that you've been to that game along with everybody else who's bought a ticket, and then you will get loyalty points. And at some point in the future when tickets are scarce, you'll get the second go after the season ticket holders. And if you, like I say, if you don't want to do it, if you want to be a Luddite, a fuck off and B that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I mean we've, we've talked a lot about like what the co-op should be doing. So that'd be great if, if that's the sort of thing the co-op could lead in conjunction with the club is to get this this loyalty thing started up. Because yeah, I, I think it will be the type of thing that will be needed pretty much from next season. I think, regard like I said, regardless of what league we're in, there's going to be some massive games both home and away next season where it's going to be tough to get a ticket. You could also do it with away yeah. tickets yeah. as well because they will be sold via the home club. And again, you could register, you have a, you have a membership card and you just hold it against a, a reader and registers away points, which could, could count double. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, or, or some factor of um, multiplication that 
it just gives you a bit of reward for that as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's an element for me as well about not falling behind. Other clubs are doing this as par for the course, um, and we've 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 fallen behind since forever, really, in, in many ways, haven't we? And we've yeah. always played catch up, and now we've got this. Now we've got this good foundation and this good backing. It's time to it's time to catch up with these other clubs and and get in front of them and start. To look s- how far we've come yeah. in just the last couple of years. Um, yeah. The yeah. idea of having a ticket on your phone, which you can scan to get into the ground. You know, it, it, it's it's really really good technology. But a couple of years ago, that was that was alien oh, yeah. to us, and yet we're yeah. there now. So it would be easy enough to just implement some kind of not membership because that has um, you know baggage with it and it's got connotations of uh, you know past membership schemes that, that, that have been a bit sh- badly implemented. But some kind of loyalty card. You know, you have loyalty cards at supermarkets, don't yeah. you? So you mm-hmm. have a loyalty card, and every time you buy something, even to the extent of club yeah. shop purchases, you could have a couple of points for that. And every time you do it, your points get added to your loyalty card. And when big cup games come around, we have um, bands of sale, which is season ticket holders first, loyalty cards with X number of points second, loyalty cards with X number of points third, and then mm. open sale. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, it, do, you, do you think, though, and we'll, we'll get onto the match in a minute and talk about our, our chances, but do you think that's rewarding people? It's almost like the rich getting richer, isn't it? You can afford a season ticket. You've got your load, you can afford to buy loads of stuff. The people who don't go often, are they getting penalised? The people who can't afford to spend in the shop, are they getting penalised? True, but, but rightly, I think. And I say that as somebody who's not had a season ticket for a few years mm. now. Um, I've, so, I, I, you know, I've not been, I can't remember the last time I went to a game, it'd be a couple of years ago. Didn't get um, into the, I didn't enter the ballot for the uh, the first game back because I didn't think it was fair. Um, I wasn't going to enter the ballot for the um, playoff game, but my daughter entered it on my behalf with my grandson. Um, didn't win, but I, I perfectly accept that I, I'm well down the queue in terms of getting big tickets. And whether it's because people can't afford season tickets, or they're not committed enough to to pay 300 quid in the close season, or they just can't afford to go to 10, 15, 20 games a season, uh, game by game, it's just something you have to accept. I think. Yeah, I just I just wonder if there's something that they could do for that because when you know when I was a kid, it was very much you know mum couldn't afford me to go. Went to the odd game with my stepdad. I just wouldn't. I mean, we, we didn't have seen tickets for years, but I just wonder whether that loyalty scheme could not not reward people who don't go, but it um, just do something for those. I know we I know we have the free tickets, don't we, for the kids in the schools and all that kind of thing. Yeah. I just, I just, it just, it just, I don't know. It just feels like the, the you know, the rich getting richer. But I'm one of those. You know, I've had a season ticket for years. I can't remember the last time I didn't have a season ticket. I go to the club shop, and I'm lucky enough that I can go to the club shop and buy stuff. For, I'm lucky enough, you know. Next season, I'm probably going to go to a lot of away matches as well because of because of changing circumstances. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll I'll probably have loads of points, um, but there'll be people who probably won't. And it's how how do they get to see the big matches as well? You know, as well as as people that go all the time. It's a it, it's an interesting topic, isn't it? It's funny when when we when we in '96 '97 when we had all the uh, the kerfuffle about people getting in. A lot of people made the point to me when I used to be on my high horse about it, complaining in these terms. They used to say, well, in reality, um, everyone who wants to get in will get in anyway. And whilst I didn't oh, accept that yeah. at the time, there's, there's a degree of truth in it. It's not, it's not absolutely true. But just say, for example, we get a game next year where it's a sellout for whatever reason, um, which is what, um, if we give the away team 1,500 to above 9,000 tickets for home fans, then if you say there's a couple of thousand season tickets, you have the loyalty that takes care of another few, they will actually go on open sale. So those people who 
can't necessarily afford. And like, like I do take your point, Russ, is about rich getting richer, which is anathema to me in life, as in as as in football. Um, mm. All you're asking them to do is to maybe queue up for a couple of hours on a Sunday morning, and you will get one because whilst the ground is still small at the moment, the number of season ticket holders and regular attend- attendees is l- low enough that they will go on open sale eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I think I think what what it, what does boil me piss is that uh, Pogboom mm-hmm. seventy nine will get a ticket ahead of Nick. Well, he has. Yeah. That, that, well, yeah, and it, that really does annoy me it, to you know to the point where if 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 I see him in the ground, I'll probably want to say something to him. I won't because I'm a shit house, but I'll probably. Oh, will what would what would you say to him? To him? Oh, you Pogboom, you fucking. Well, yeah. I wouldn't like to be on your wrong side. But, I know. Okay, I know. Make sure he's in the pop side while he's in the cheap <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he won't be down the same aisle. <laughs> um, are we getting replays on the big screen? That's what I want to know. Yeah, I think we believe we are, yeah. We didn't have any of the other week, did we? I, 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 For the first no, game. I just don't start, don't start no, doing a kiss camera like they do in America. <laughs> yeah, it's awful, isn't it? But I think... Um, Generally, I mean, we might be able to take the BT replays uh, for the for the playoff, but it should be easy enough to invest in a bit of hardware which allows you to to run your replays over the screen, which would be which would be amazing, really. When you think potentially we could still be in the national league next year with a big fuck off screen yeah. showing replays during the game. I mean, that should be the title yeah. of it. It should be called the big fuck off screen, Sp- sponsored <laughs> by Pioneer. Well, it's it's definitely big enough now, and it's to show replays. I think the last one you would you wouldn't have been able to see the replays properly. Um, so I think it's definitely. I think you'd be able to see now. the replays in Cheadle. Um... <laughs> you can see the replays from. I just hope at night time it's not. As well, as yeah, it might be like only falls and horses where Dell paints the grave with luminous luminous paint. And you, you can see it from miles around. <laughs> How big's the screen in comparison to the size of Wales? Because that's the other <laughs> So talking about the match on Sunday well, then, what do you think our chances are? And Well, I'll tell you what, Russ, your, your chances of getting a decent pie have certainly improved. I don't know about anything else. That's good news, isn't it? Yeah, well, I was, I, I was going to come on to that, but I thought we'd but, better talk about but football. But you mentioned, you mentioned the pie a couple of minutes ago. I thought it was a smooth link. I know I did. I know. No, it wasn't. I, it did. It did cross my mind, oh. but then I thought. I'll, Russ I'll Johnson, unintentionally smooth. That can be the title. That, that can be the title <laughs> of your soul album. <laughs> so a p- picture of you in a tuxedo with a tiger. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the match on Sunday. What do you reckon? I'm very. I'm. I'm excited. I'm excited for a, a day of football. It's a veritable football feast. No, no, no. Come on, we're a football podcast. What do you think about the actual match, the actual football? I, I, I think we're going to win. Come on. I, th- I think it'll be a, a narrower thing. It might, it, might well, it might well take us into extra time and penalties, me and I missed the first half of the England game. But I, I, think, I think we'll do it, yeah. I'm confident. Okay. I fancy Richie Bennett no. to come on and bag. Just for for maximum nice. banter, and, and you know what? I'm I'm gonna do a barbecue, so that's gonna be good for, for me. Afterwards, oh no, you, you're sorry, uh, no, yeah, yeah I'm, sorry. I'm just gonna come and set it up sorry, in the pop side. 
Oh, Rainer, do you want some peri peri chicken? Sorry, I'm just assuming that everybody's yeah. going to the match like yeah. me. Sorry. I'm like at Arthur Brownlow crossed with Anthony Warrell Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, so you're so you're having a barbecue? Okay. I'm not inviting any folk round. It's just me and the missus. I'm not, 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 I'm not cooking for other yeah. people. They can cook their own dinner, can't they? So what, what are you going for? One. Oh, I've not, not even what meat are you going for? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. nice um, I'm, I'm going. I'm going there. Uh, two one county, Ross. Oh, yeah. Right. Is that is that deep enough for you? It's, it's, it's deep. <laughs> I think um, it's quite specific. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, but I thought you hated those specific. Uh, I know, I know, but I also, I also hate myself, so it fits. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Dave? What do you reckon? Oh Christ, I can never do this. I mean, anything from us going four 0 up after half an hour to them winning two one in extra time. I've, I think if we turn up, there's nothing to worry about, and there's nothing more to worry about playing any team in this league as mm. we've shown. But also, we've shown that we can play absolute dog shit against some really crappy teams. I think, I suppose mm. the, the saving grace for me is that we won't play dog shit against a crappy team. We'll, we'll be up for it. We'll, we won't take anybody for granted because it's, it is, you know, the semi-final of the playoffs and they've, they've just um, beat Bromley to, to get there. But I, I don't know. You, you would think at home with fans there, we've got to be favourites, haven't we? We've got to be. Yeah, I think we are favourites. I, I would call ourselves favourites. What, what, and don't don't call me negative now, Nick. But just hear oh, me there out. He is. But what 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 what, <laughs> what does worry me is there was a, there was definitely a bit of stage fright for Woking for the Woking match. Yeah, you could sense it. We are hard to beat in ninety minutes, aren't we? As, as we prove in the last eighteen matches. Yeah. So I'm kind I'm kind of not worried, but as the long the longer the game goes on, where it's not looking like we're gonna steamroller room. I'm, I'm going to get more and more nervous, especially as it creeps up to 90 if we're still not winning. Um, I'm, I'm confident that we won't go behind. I, what, what, what I do worry about is that it'll be nil-nil at full time because we are capable of that. And then in extra time, it's yeah. anybody's. Yeah. It's funny you talk about the nervousness. I mean, it's 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 a horrible game to watch, isn't it? A, a one-off playoff. It's like... Uh, I mean, the Rochdale-Wembley final was... was Horrible because they scored first, but then mm. we got back into it fairly quick and you think, we're, we're still in this, and then we get the two goals and you think, yeah, we can relax now. And that's probably the most relaxed I've ever been at a, a playoff game. But then you look back at the uh, Peterborough and Burnley games, they were awful. Mm. But, but mm. the narrative of the games themselves and also there's just the, the stomach-churning <laughs> tense, tenseness that you get just sat there for 90 minutes thinking, this is it, make or break, I can't enjoy this. It's just... Mm. <laughs> But you can only enjoy it if you get those, like I say, four nil after half an hour. And that would be absolutely yeah. great. But in reality, it's going to be cagey, it's going to be tight, and it's going to go to the last minute of the normal time or extra time with one team possibly ahead by a goal and the other team just a shot away from pulling it back. It's absolutely yeah. hor- horrendous. Well, I, don't think, I don't think I'm going to fancy is. burgers now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're right. It's, 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 it's horrific in it to, to, to watch it. It's probably easier as a player because they always say, don't they, that they're just concentrating on what they need to do when they're in the game and they, they probably don't notice everything around. It's, I think it's worse for a fan yeah. and a goalkeeper, can, perhaps. You can interpret it as a player, can't you? You can, you're, you know, you're involved. I mean, obviously, not every one of the 11 players can get the ball and score the winner, but you are involved in the game. You're either defending or attacking and uh, 
you know, you're, you're influencing it, which is, it just takes away any kind of the stress that you might have had before the game, but sat there watching it, priced on a bike is horrible. And there's a good opportunity yeah. for us to, I mean, I know, I know we had fans in, well, Yeovil away and Woking at home, but there wasn't really anything riding on them games, but we've, We've got the uh, the opportunity to see some absolute scenes if we get a late winner or something. You've got to maintain social distancing, though. Do you remember at all oh, times? Right. If we get a last-minute winner that puts us into the final, you must stay tuned. I can't wait to see that on the highlights. Just lim- limbs everywhere <laughs> and an orange-jacketed Jobsworth just in, in the middle of them. <laughs> yeah. You all have to take tests now. Yeah. You all have to take tests before you leave the room. Socially distanced limbs. <laughs> I've seen that. Saw them supporting Sex Pistols at the Free Trade Hall, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. So when we're there on, oh well, so, those that are there on Sunday can enjoy some new pies, can't they? I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we can, we can enjoy some socially distanced pies in the ground. Some new pies. Um, are they are they like artisan? This these sort no, of ste- pies? steak and kidney and cheese onion. Because <laughs> where these where they sell these pies is all Altrincham and uh, Ashley and Nutsford. Well, it's a Nutsford pie, like is that. it? It's not. A, they, they, they never come to Stockport Makers Market. Oh, I don't, oh. I well, Lord of the Pies isn't in Stockport anymore, is it? I've, I, no. oh, I, might, I might be wrong, but but I, I'm, I'm sure I heard oh, that it was no. cl- the one in Stockport was closing. Apologies if 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 not if I'm completely wrong and I've just uh, everyone everyone's saying oh yeah. you know what I'm not gonna go and get a, a Lord of the Pies I'm gonna go and get a kebab instead. They'll be closing now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know it's, I know I know Lord of the Pies is pie related, but why? Just because well, with with the club wanting to get a local business in because I, I know for for a long a long a long time oh, people right, were yeah. saying oh we should get Lord of the Pies to do the pies for us. I'm, I'm just happy to have pie. I, I like a good pie, and apparently they they do they do a steak pie that doesn't have kidney in. Because a lot of the time you ask for a steak pie and it has kidney in it. It's like, well, that's not a steak pie; it's a steak and kidney pie. So I, obviously, it's not a problem if you like kidney, but I don't. So it's, it's the other thing as well is um, it's nice to be able to have to pay um, an exorbitant price for a pie that's yeah. actually worth it. Because <laughs> we'll be paying exorbitant prices, but for for craft Cheshire pies or whatever they're called. <laughs> Um, whereas before you pay exorbitant prices for a, a Holland soggy meat and potato. Exactly. This is true. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. Although I did enjoy the Balti pies previously. I was just about to say that. There's been a lot of love and request yeah. for the Balti pie. I mean, what's not to like? Chicken, good. Curry, good. Pastry, good. Happy days. It is a question for you. Are you a are you a pie and peas person or a pie, peas and gravy? Or just I'm pie, pie and whatever the fuck I can get my hands on, mate. Kit Kat, okay. your, your giant Kit Kat, dip that in there. Let's go mental. <laughs> I can't be asked messing with all, all the all the fripperies when you when you're in the ground with a plastic fork though, and a, and a, a plastic, you know, a, what are those trays called? Oh, polystyrene. Yeah, and then your gravy drips. If you go a bit go a bit mental with your fork, then you, your gravy's dripping down all okay. over your jeans. If you're at home, go mad. Get get your pie on your plate and add whatever you like to it. But in the ground, you, you want to just have a, a dry pie that you can hold in, in your hand. I'm inclined to agree. Wise words. <laughs> That's the pie forecast. Next next week. Next week. Next week. <laughs> sausage rolls. <laughs> 
Well, let's hope let's hope we are talking about being in the playoff final yeah, on next week's pod. Looking forward, looking to, forward the, to the pastry delights at Ashton Gate. Yeah. Or oh, Trashton Gate as the uh as Bristol Road. Oh that's that's it. hilarious, isn't it? So what they did oh, there. God. Oh yeah. well we're gonna have to wrap Roses. it up there, I think, because my sides are absolutely splitting. <laughs> what a set of, that's up there with Stuckport, isn't it? They got a nerve as well oh, when not... they play in a converted rugby. Yeah. That's, that's a pile of, pile of yeah. bullshit anyway. It's not exactly the uh, the best football ground I've ever seen. And Ashton Gate, as I've been on the social scene for the last couple of weeks, is absolutely mm. brilliant. I love it as a ground. It's, I think it's a fantastic ground. Fingers crossed we can go. And, f- and fingers, fingers crossed, crossed. Uh, I can Shoot. win the ballot this time. Never, never mind the how many, how many never s- mind the ballots. There you go. There's an episode title. <laughs> you're, you're great with your titles today. Aren't you? You've had about six for this pod already. I've, I've, I've written down three. Oh I've yeah. Oh, oh, you can send them. To, yeah, you yeah. send them to me after. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Shall we move on to the Euros? So, just to remind people, we have we are doing. I listened to the last pod and I said it about three times. I'll say it again. Yeah. Fuck it. Uh, we're we're going to do Euros pods all the way through Euros. Obviously, as county ends and then. But the important thing is, Ross, are we going to do any Euros pods? We are, yeah. So get 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 another one in. <laughs> um, we got we got guests lined up as well for each one. Um, so next week we have got Ben the comedian. Week after that we have got Sam Sam the city fan. Week after that we have got Chloe Beresford. Uh, why, why, why doesn't Chloe Very get a uh, Chloe there? Why why is everyone else Ben, ben the comedian, Sam the city fan, and it's Chloe the Beresford? Well, yeah, you can go with that if you want. Yeah, I was just going to say Chloe Beresford from that Italian channel that I can't remember. If it was Welsh, you'd fucking be able to pronounce it, wouldn't you? They do. That's Welsh for you. <laughs> um, so after, <laughs> after that, on the 7th of the 7th, we've got um, Matt Dean and Steve Shipman, Oldham fans. They do the uh, Boundary Park Alert System podcast. Along with push the boundary, they're going to join us for the for the one in. When we'll be celebrating England having won the Euros, um, we might be celebrating the that that later week, the weekend after, yeah. Yeah, we're going to be celebrating County back in the league and England winning the Euros. What a summer! What a summer that would be. Could you imagine? It, I'll tell you what. I'd even invite you around for the barbecue if it happened. Maybe you take your shoes off. Look forward to it. Good. What outside? Take your shoes off outside for a barbecue. No, no, you can put take your shoes off to walk in through the house, and then you can put. I'll give I'll give your shoes back to you when you go through the back door. Right. Okay. That sounds fair. Yeah. Sounds fair. Um, Euros then. Who you know? Apart from England, who do you reckon will do well or or, or win it? France for me. I know that's that's an uncontroversial opinion. I think the the Czechs might do all right as well. I think the Czechs might surprise a few people. Oh, I don't know about that. They got battered, didn't they, the other week? Oh, last week. Oh, it'll be all right. It'll be right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I I fancy Turkey. <laughs> don't do a don't do a meat joke, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could hear the cogs turning then. <laughs> <laughs> can't be in the football team, surely. Really? Turkey, Russ? Yeah. And there's a, there's a reason for this. I've looked at some stats and they are they are very young. 
in terms of average age, and they are quite um, economical with the ball as well. So I'm tipping them to do well. Well, the reason I say Czech Republic is because if someone, I think BBC ran a computer simulation and it says Czech Republic are going to beat Denmark in the final. So, you know what, I'm going to stick a cheeky fiver on Czech Republic just in case. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Turkey wouldn't be the, the most weird winners, though, would they? I'm just, I've got the odds in front of me now. I just uh, pulled them up and they're 50 to 1 on most, 66 on a couple. But Greece and Denmark must have been around yeah. those kind of odds, yeah. you would yeah. have thought. Both. It's the kind of tournament where you do get outsiders winning it, which doesn't happen in a I think even Portugal last time round were a relative outsider yeah. compared, compared yeah. to everyone else, yeah. anyway. And don't, don't forget as well, it's not like any other Euros that we've ever seen. It's not in one country or a couple of countries. It's, it's spread across the whole of Europe. Yeah. So we, we, England are going to have home advantage in a, in, in a few of these, aren't they? Yeah, isn't it? Seven out of eight, potentially, if we get all the way, or six oh, out of seven. I know, there's three group games, isn't it? And then quarters, semis, about six. So it's maybe five out of six. Of course, yeah, because... Yeah, we... Seven out of eight? Yeah, because Dublin... I think a few were supposed to be in Dublin, and they got changed to Wembley. Yeah. Um, so it's almost like a home tournament for us. Whatever is happening elsewhere, for England, you know, we're, we're going to be playing most yeah. of our games at home. So we... So, that's exactly. We can't use the we we always use the heat as an as an excuse, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's hot. It's too hot because we're not, we're not used to it. Well, it's at Wembley, so I used to love love it when when a tournament would start in a hot country, and straight away there'd be a thing in the in the newspaper about how much weight Paul Scholes had lost. <laughs> and, every, every time when I, I remember France ninety eight, I think he lost about three stone in the game against Tunisia. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was just a puddle by the end of the game. That, that's what accounted for the end of his international career. <laughs> and the fact he's yeah. <laughs> So yeah, good. What about you, Dave? You, you did you did you say you thought was you fancied? Um I mean obviously France are the massive favourites and a lot of people have sort of said don't you know? People said Italy and Germany, and, and and apparently they're a bit shit at the moment, or going through transition, or, or something. It's, it's a weird one though, because you know, there's there's your four or five favourite teams, like you, you know, France, Italy with home advantage, Germany because they're always good at tournaments. Um, then you got Belgium and Portugal. You know, they're sort of slight outsiders potentially, but still big threats. But like I said before, you you, you can go all the way down mm. to Croatia, mm. um, and possibly yeah, yeah, even Turkey. Uh, as, as outside as surprise winners because that's the way the Euros work. Although I think Denmark won an 18 tournament, didn't they? Um, yeah. Because it didn't move to 16 until the Euros right, yeah. So I think Greece won a 16-team tournament, which is probably more of a um, remarkable feat. But Denmark won, won an mm. 18 tournament. So that was probably less of a, a surprise, potentially. Is it? Uh, have I got... So in summary, I don't know. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> well, I won't write anything down for you then. But... <laughs> <laughs> Am I right in thinking that the last team, the last country we played in a competitive tournament match is the same country we're going to play in the next competitive tournament match? No. No. Have I not got No? Because we played the playoff after that, after Croatia. Oh, we played Belgium, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, okay. Depends how you define competitive, yeah. but yeah. yeah, technically you were playing for yeah, a medal. Okay. Oh, that's shit, innit? I never yeah. count the third, fourth playoff. playoff. Yeah. No, I, I, ch- I checked out by then. To be fair, I normally check out when England get knocked out. Who was the keeper who was meant to get meant to be played in that game? 
Well, Besant was one of the three that were played. I think apparently the story I heard was that Robson was going to give Besant one half and Chris, Chris, Chris wanted to. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, and, and Shilton put the kibosh on it. Well, Shilton wanted his yeah. kick. Yeah. Do you, do, you, <laughs> do you know his penalty saving technique was to wait until the ball had moved, wait until the ball had been struck and then move? Yeah. That's, that's appalling. Yeah. It's funny because I, I spotted after Italian 19, I'd, I'd, I'd bore anybody who would. Uh, listen to me with it, that they should have brought Besson on for penalties, which was one of the things that apparently was being considered. Because, as I said at the time, if you look closely, Shilton went the right way every time mm. and didn't save any. I didn't realise at the time he was winning. Yeah, yeah. he's basically a dog. I thought, I, thought, I thought he'd anticipated well, but he, <laughs> he was nearly 40 then, or past 40 even. Just meant he wasn't quite there. So, yeah, let's get Besson in. If he gets into the final, back to Shilton, yep. he can have his medal. I'd stick it up his ass. Uh, Wait until he kicked the ball and then the, the best thing about Peter Shilton is how annoyed he gets any time anyone points out the Maradona man ball to him on Twitter. <laughs> Very annoyed. Yeah, and, and the fact that and the fact that committed Marxists, uh, Gary Lineker and Peter Reid are always always trying to re- reason with him <laughs> over his uh, Brexit views. Good stuff. Right. Um Anything, anything else? I've got to give a, I've got to give a shout out to a new listener that we've got in the, in the United States of America. There's two now. Two. I think we probably might have more than that. I think there's a couple that listen that haven't got in contact. But obviously we've got Stadio Junkie, haven't we, over in California, California, IA. California, IA. and we've got John Sweeney in Little Rock, Arkansas, who's my friend, and he's uh, he's been listening as well. Excellent. Hi, John. So there you go. Howdy, buddy. Yeah, it's... Davey likes American things now. <laughs> Is Little Rock, Arkansas an actual place then? I thought it was just <laughs> 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 uh, Yeah, it's, it's a nice place I've been. I've been a few times. It's very nice. Bill, Bill Clinton's from there, just to sort of show off with my actual yeah, knowledge. Yeah, he is from there. And um, Johnny Cash is from Arkansas as well, isn't he? Is he? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Near near Tennessee, sort of that sort of northeast Arkansas, I think. Hence the country. I mean it's 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 American South anyway, isn't it? So yeah. sort of by Bible belt sort of uh, area. I did not think Johnny Cash would ever get mentioned on this podcast. It's the first <laughs> time for everything. Yeah. And probably And it's the wheat way. <laughs> right lads I don't think there's anything more to talk about um, but yeah I will enjoy Sunday thanks thanks for asking um, and you enjoy your your um, whatever it is you're doing there's open football's the winner eh? I'm sure it will be let's hope football's the winner but let's hope county are the winners too and England rushing back. got a rush back for the England match as well you know Nightmare. Well, as, as, some of us just yeah, have to change yeah. the channel. I'll, ju- I'll just go and uh, flip the coals on the barbecue. Well, 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 this has changed the channel. Sorted. <laughs> okay, just a reminder: you can get all of our content on the Fan Hub app. So get that installed. Choose count as your team. All the stuffs in there. So we've got the blog, we've got these podcasts, and Dave Esplay's Tea Party podcasts. Don't you want to give that a plug now, Dave? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, why not? I've um, I've just finished editing the, the most recent one, issue seventeen, I think it is, um, and 
I will be dropping that tonight, as the kids say. Um, so, <laughs> at my age, I'll be dropping that tonight. <laughs> but look out for the podcast, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, Dave's blog. What's Dave doing with his blog? He's, I've not seen May. Is he just doing May and June together? What's, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll be the, the culmination of the season, yeah. Or, or maybe right. maybe the blog was just a cunning way for him to get involved on the podcast, and, and now he's on the podcast, he's just going to abandon the blog. And uh, abandon, abandon us all one day, because that's what people do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Once they realise how shit we are. Just in general, yeah. no, well, I, I, I didn't mean just us. I just meant in general. People, oh, just in general. People right, leave. Okay, they, they leave or they die, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, t- talking about talking about abandoning us, we were meant to have Desinks Junior on tonight, um, but technical difficulties got in the way at his end, so we couldn't have him on. So he's, he's going to join us in the future. In person. Hopefully, when we're back in the yeah, county we'll arms. Back in the county arms. Yeah, definitely. Not long now. Can he wait? Right, gents. Tremendous. Have a great weekend. Speak to you next week. Alright, cheers everybody. Bye. Bye. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24 7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.